0: Well, hello, folks, and welcome to We the People. This is, of course, the American Soccer Podcast in which you are going to get to know everything that you need to know about the U.S. men's national soccer team. I am Clayton. I'm a rapper.
1: I'm Ty. I'm in a car right now.
0: Hey, and do we love the Nats?
1: Even in our cars.
0: <laughs> Even <laughs> our cars love the Nats.
1: Our cars We don't drive any Volkswagens. We don't drive any Mazdas. Get the shit out of
0: here. Yeah, man. Fuck out of here with that shit. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. The games was a two games. We got two games to two talk games. about. I mean, it's not a major backlog, but it, it it's a it's a backlog. It counts. We got we got stuff to cover. Ty, welcome. Driving. How's those roads? Safe out there? Driving
1: driving back to lovely New Jersey from East Hartford, Connecticut, where I just watched the C team of the U.S. MNT draw one one with Peru. Uh, I'm excited to chop it up and go over all the juicy deets with you
0: oh i'm excited my, too, my do uh let's dive right into it because we got a lot to talk about and uh you know our our time on earth is limited so let's fucking do this <laughs> Um, <laughs>
1: Existence it, is finite.
0: <laughs> the, the the gears of time shift. With, with that attitude, it is. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it like that, I yeah. guess, folks, we got two games. It's been a good one. When did Columbia happen? Was that Thursday or Friday? Thursday, yeah, Thursday. No, Thursday evening. Oh man, yes. feels like feels like just yesterday. I I uh, closed my eyes to a two four loss. Uh, USA versus Columbia. Um, no big deal. I, you know, I talked to our sister on the phone and uh, she said, are they, are they playing again? The world cup just happened. I said, yeah, it's a friendly. And she said, oh, okay. So it's just for funsies. I was like, "It, uh, it is just for funsies. It kind, I guess technically it's just for funsies, but I don't see anybody just having fun out there on the field. And I tell you what, as a listener, I wasn't just having funsies. Uh, I'm, I'm invested in this shit for whatever reason, mad. It details. is
1: very hard to do that, uh, that emotional disconnection that it takes to, like, properly assess a friendly. Yeah. Because when, that, when you see that, that laundry out there, you know, that laundry is hard not to love. It's
0: hard For not to love. For those of us
1: who have this affliction.
0: You hear For that? For those of
1: us who don't, they don't give a crap.
0: No craps given. Which,
1: which amazes me. I mean, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to it. But the, the crowd tonight was really depressing. And, Very, by- like, sparse and dramatically pro-Peru.
0: Yeah, and by tonight, yeah, you're you're discussing the the second game, which I'll quickly recap before yeah. we dive in, which is USA Peru ended one one. So let's just real quick, uh, since we're both chomping at the bit, um, real quick, let's let's run through what occurred in these games, folks. USA versus Colombia was uh, a, a whole lot of Colombia. You know, it's it's hard to fight against that. I would argue this was probably our our Mucho first Colombia. team, our first team selection, and welcome back Michael De Bradley. Um, we got to see James Rodriguez in the 36 minute break it open. Could have been anyone really could have been anyone, but it turns out it was James scoring the first goal in this game with a goal. so a wonder Oso. goal. Also, Awesome! 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 my man, laser, laser, and just a quick cut. And you, you realize if you didn't already, uh, why this guy is, is, is who he is. Um, and it all looked kind of bleak. However, we came back in the second half with a, a stronger attitude. And Kellen Acosta scored a sneaky kind of like, I want to say deflection, but it was off his instep. You know, there was some amount of intention there, but the, yeah, the, but yeah. it was kind of an instinctive type of deal where he just quickly tucked a that trailing away. run. Um, yes. Bobby Wood would then score just three minutes later. And so for a second, Tim Weah
1: scored. <laughs> I'm joking, because Tim, Tim Weah's assist was so good that he deserves the goal.
0: Can you describe uh, the, this uh, this goal for the peeps real quick?
1: So yeah, it's it's a, a counter that comes after we gave the ball away. I think it's it's baby Julian coughs it up in the middle, as was his uh, his habit on the night, and then uh, Rick. It, it's I think it's just passed directly to him, and he intercepts, and then he turns and springs the attack through Wea, who kind of streaks down the left hand side, and. Weah, somehow, I don't understand the geometry that goes through that young man's mind when he looks at a soccer field. All I could think as Tim Weya slipped this ball tantalizingly through four Colombian defenders was, do you like angles?
0: Do you like angles?
1: Because I do. I do. And that, that's a little inside joke. For those of you who joined us on the Jealous Yanks this summer, we were asked if we liked angles. By a commentator, and we said yes. Oh, yes we said we yes
0: many times over, <laughs> and, friends. And
1: Tim Weah loves angles, and and he he showed uh, 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 that the the glimpse of qual of the the PSG quality that we've been waiting to see uh, from him in a U.S. shirt since his Bolivia debut. Yeah.
0: Tim Tim um, Weah. some.
1: See? Some lukewarm performances But that, that assist was really special There's not a lot of players in the pool who could pull that off
0: That's right, you see a very high ceiling with this player And as some listeners may recall uh, You know, I was hoping for a good Showing from Tim Weah And I think at times we saw it over the course of these two games And at times we didn't But I tell you what, this assist had the sauce on it You know, it had just enough weight It, it, it had a PSG little butter sauce. It, had, it had that sauce, it had that brandable sauce Dude. So you see a high ceiling with the and, reduction you, and we're happy about that. I'm texting. I'm bragging. I'm being happy about us. Uh, maybe being a decent team for half a second, and then two uh,
1: one. We're here. Colombia scores. We're gonna be Columbia. <laughs> Columbia scores.
0: Uh, you know, in the 56th, and then twice in three minutes later on in the game, yeah. matching, matching our greatest accomplishment. Plus two goals, one of which was yeah. a wonder goal from James Rodriguez. So uh, hard to hard to feel awesome at the at the final whistle of this game. But you know, there sure there were moments. And and there were some questions answered. Uh, we got to we definitely got to see a little Josh Sargent, which is always a joy and a pledge um, Too little for me. Yeah, too little. But we'll we dive did. into that yeah. Uh, yeah, real sorry, quick. Shut up. <laughs> the second game. Yeah, shut up. Okay? No, I'm just kidding. Um, so the second game was USA Peru. Ty was actually uh, you know privileged enough to be there, and that's the fucking building. sick. And and we're so happy about that. What we saw here. So just to compare and contrast, what we saw in this game was uh, a B team to what is in general for the U.S. Maybe a future-minded team, yeah, right? It was, so it was
1: the the B future team.
0: Yeah, and so yeah. that's and that's where you get the kind of maybe this is a C team lineup, but really in right. reality, talking about the next World Cup, this is a B team lineup. Okay, so so we're uh, we're getting to see like a Josh Sargent start. Uh, we're getting to see the uh, the peanut butter to Michael Bradley's peanut butter will trap start uh, we're getting to see Brad Guzan who's now taken on the, the the role of of second string goalkeeper trying to earn that first spot from the young Zach Steffen. Uh, we also got to see Cameron Carter Vickers and another center back who I have no idea who he is and kind of feel no need to um, this was uh, we got our we got yeah, our first.
1: Getting some shade.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you Aaron tell me. Aaron who? If, you, uh, oh, sorry, what? Uh, was it, is it what? Josh? Is it Josh? Is it, what is it? Sorry. Uh, Aaron Long? It's, <laughs> yeah, no. Of course it's ben Aaron Sweat. Long. Uh, and it, of course it's Ben Sweat, who got worked all fucking game. Uh, turns out Anthony Robinson might not be uh, first string at this point for for no reason, right? Yeah, like yeah. You, yeah. you, you start dude, to realize. got worked repeatedly. And we got to talk about Anthony Robinson, but let me rein it in here. Long story short, Josh Sargent gets uh, what I believe is his first goal uh, for the, in the senior men's shirt. Is that right?
1: Second goal. He, he scored uh, the, the goal where Bolivia's goalkeeper passed to him in, in, in the back. Oh, nice. It was solid buildup from the back on the part of Bolivia.
0: So this is his second goal. Straight to goal. Yeah, second, uh, first, first, you know, first real goal, real
1: goal,
0: first awesome goal, which, which he scored from a Kellen Acosta assist on a ridiculously well-designed set piece. It's, when you watch this replay, it's like mind bending how they get, how they isolate Josh, Josh Sargent. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm looking at someone doing a complicated braid that I, that I can't quite (laughs) follow. And all of a a sudden Josh Sargent is free and credit to Josh for literally bodying up on, on his defender, the, the, the stronger of the two center uh Peru center backs. Right. Um right, you know, yeah. gets a little space exactly as planned tucks it away. Uh but that's you know, the scoreline then f- probably unfairly favored the US for a while. Peru eventually would slot one away and also hit the post in epic fashion. Uh mm-hmm. so We're talking about a game where ultimately I would say Peru looked a little the stronger. However, the U.S. scraped out with a tie and we got to have a lot of questions answered. Side note Michael Bradley comes in for a laboring Kellen Acosta, who was a beast. (laughs) He was a wild, Kellen Acosta was a wild man tonight. Um, But uh, Bradley comes in and strong note, strong side note, does not take the captain's armband from Will Trap. Now let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk about both these games. We got to see first string, second string. We got to see Anthony Robinson get worked, but still look good. We got to see Kellen Acosta look not that good. And then look maybe pretty good. We got to see a whole lot of shit and, and, and I just need to hear Ty's first impressions upon leaving finally from Peru. Yeah. So not uh, actually you didn't leave from Peru, but I think that you know what I mean. It's
1: not, it's not that long a drive. Uh, but uh, the the analogy came to me watching the game today, uh, of photography because I, I'm a I'm an amateur photographer. I enjoy the photographic arts, and when you are a photographer, you take hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of photos to get the one or two photos that are really worthwhile, you know. And it just takes that process of like putting yourself in a lot of different spots, trying different angles testing different things to see what's going to work and i was really reminded of that with with the team in these last two games and you know more broadly the trajectory of the team since the trinidad failure but it felt really really scattered this time where it's like yeah it doesn't really matter what the system was or the results were or whatever i'm just looking for those one or two snapshots yeah that make me that make me stand up and, and notice you know Um, and I think we got, we got a couple of those, the, the, uh, Acosta goal, uh, definitely stands out. The, um, the way, uh, assist was really something else. If
0: Kellen Acosta makes a 30, 40 yard run out of nowhere to instinctually, one of my favorite sports references, he Derek Jeter's this shit shows up at home base for no reason and uh, slots this away. And it's, it it's was true. cool to see. And the guy, as was, was you know probably overemphasized in the broadcast, the guy is, is fighting right now for, for, for space on the field versus some very strong-looking younger players. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. this is definitely his last chance to either make the bench on a World Cup team or maybe crack the starting lineup. Ty, where do you see this uh, going for him? Where do you see him landing ultimately uh, when this kind of like shakes out?
1: Well, it's interesting because you didn't get to see him in direct competition with his actual rivals, you know. And what's what's happened in recent camps? There was the game, I think it was Brazil, where uh, Sarakan put him out on the right because he wanted to get Weston and Tyler on the field. So have have a Weird choice. Weston and Tyler on the field all at the same time. And it's like, yeah, you can you can try that, but I and I, I recognize, you know, he's he's good on set pieces and and he's valuable to have on the field uh for for many reasons but really you just want to stand him up you know man-to-man against Weston and Tyler for those positions that those those two number eight positions um at least in the the way that I I see the system I've heard this the the Columbia game described differently but anyway side note so um, let's, yeah, so, let's
0: talk about him in terms maybe not of Weston and Tyler because I think it's clear that Weston and Tyler are ahead in the depth chart right now, today, even after these two uh, friendlies. Let's right. talk about how he and the position that he and Will Trapp are in because I think it's very similar. Um, it's, it
1: is very similar, yeah, though in, in different directions. You know, Trapp is uh, very, has very clearly shown himself to be a light version of Michael Bradley. You know, my, my kids are... uh super into pokemon right now so there's tons of pokemon all around our house and uh i i started to chuckle i gotta say i'm glad that
0: pokemon's still going strong shout shout outs to you pokemon
1: (laughs) it's great uh but uh, i i was i was laughing thinking that uh will trap evolves into michael bradley (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's true and when you see Michael Bradley <laughs> yeah. on the field with the two of them together the peanut butter and peanut butter sandwich you realize that that Bradley is big and strong and fast. I mean there's the when when it's just Bradley out there it's more difficult to appreciate than when you see Trap next to Bradley. And I got to say I'd rather have Bra- uh, older Bradley than than peaking Trap right now.
1: I got to agree. I think that uh based Solely on you know what we have seen the limited amount we saw in, of, of Bradley this camp and the um, the work that we saw of Trap in the the many camps. I uh, as of today, and I think my projection is as of three years from now. From now, I'm still going to want Bradley.
0: Yeah, he's better. Um, he's a better and player. That could
1: that could very much go wrong. That could very much go wrong. But I think it's one of those cases where because. Bradley has been around it's easy to underappreciate how good he is and you and we're in a period of transition where most of the time it's an upgrade you know like Jermaine Jones to Tyler Adams huge upgrade uh, Alejandro Bedoya to Weston McKinney is a huge upgrade Waya uh, to the air that we were playing on the wing before is an upgrade <laughs> so so it's it's common you know it's it's like the thread of the whole team is like these new things are are happening these new players are getting getting time and so it's hard to see the times when that's not true or shouldn't be true but i i feel quite convinced on the basis of the actual evidence of the play that i've seen from both of them that uh that bradley's still got it and i i kind of hate to say that i would really love to chuck everybody you know out the boat but the guys, the guys, a stone cold killer.
0: He's fucking good, man. And you just feel the team feels better when he's on the field. Period. End of story. Uh, speaking of upgrades, we've got a young Josh Sargent t- telling us a lot about himself these past few King days. King David himself. And and uh, I I you know I I say Michael Bradley uh, over aging Michael Bradley over young Will Trapp. But uh, then I flip right around and say, "Young Josh Sargent over uh, peaking Bobby Wood." Right? Would you not agree?
1: Uh, oh, that's a tight one. It's I tight. think as of today, as of today, I I would pro- like if, if you know the U.S. was playing a crunch World Cup qualifier tomorrow, I'd probably still go for Wood. But I think it's, it's a that's a moot point because we're not. And so I would give every possible minute of game time to Sargent. And it, it frustrated me that they took him off because he's not playing first team in Germany. This is the, the highest level he's going to get for a while. And he played 70 minutes today and he played 10 minutes against Colombia. And it just feels like a huge waste. I mean, it's clearly one of the top five most important players in the pool. It's, like, it's an actual top prospect at a position where we're thinner than thin you know. Yeah, number and he's nine actually is a good. bad spot for the US uh,
0: right now. So. He's actually good and maybe we can use him to pivot a little bit into like the tactical approach that we saw. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, he's actually very good at what this team does. Now he clearly has room to grow and he does he he does young person things out there right, still occasionally,
2: yeah. <clears throat> It but does his, show through.
0: His style of play fits nicely. Where he shows up for goals, he looks a little bit like a Wandelowski type, who, who's just kind of right place, right time, ice in the yeah, veins, except exactly. for that one fucking time, Chris the Miss. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but otherwise, he's showing up, uh, t- you know, coming back deep and, and doing a little like link ups and making little triangles, uh, su- showing up in some surprising places, and even doing uh, some, some hustling. Uh, for on defense, um, and so he, he yeah, his style right. of play fits what we do in a way that I think uh, Giassi, Zardes, and Bobby Wood just don't quite fit the vibe as much.
1: Right, right. And what I'm looking for from that number nine is I want someone who the opponent has a game plan around. You know, I want I want the opponent to be thinking, "Where's this person?" Yeah. And when you play Bobby Wood at the nine, I mean, he his ingrained tendency is to drop deeper to combine to find himself out on the flanks and you don't have center backs who are like obsessing over who's got Bobby, who's got Bobby. Yeah,
0: it's it doesn't just, it doesn't help that he you don't have to defend him in order to stop him from scoring goals. He'll uh, do, he'll take care a a of that himself. A lot of the time,
1: unfortunately. And I you know, it's it's a it's a tragedy in our in both of our opinions because we're we're Japanese. We got a Japanese dude up in the nets. And, but unfortunately, at some point, you got to just say, this is who he is. You know, he's a, he's going to score a goal every four or five games and he's going to work hard. And that's, that's, that's
0: you know, what that's we got. something.
1: That's what we got. But it's time to see if we can get better from other people. And, and, you know, but let, let Bobby do his thing in, in Germany and see what happens. But for me, it's, it's like, yeah, just, just get these young kids in and, and, just don't stop. I, I I I went into the camp, sort of like casually accepting the fact that Ben Sweat was in the ro- on the roster, and Julian Green used to be on the roster, and Fafa Pico and these guys. And then the, in the Columbia game, they start trotting them out. You know, Sargent's on the bench. Cannon was on the bench, uh, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, so it's all right. Time to get the kids out there. And they're bringing out Fafa fucking Pico. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I appreciate him as a human being <laughs> and as a soccer player, but it's like so antithetical to the actual goals yeah. of these games. What and, is this uh,
0: guy actually going to contribute when we have an opportunity right. for exactly, for some exactly. someone? For example, like Anthony Robinson, uh, yes, who needs Anthony Robinson just on the field
1: sh- all the time. Yeah. Every mistake
0: he makes improves the future of right. this team. Or Every every time he has to bounce back from a mistake, this team gets better in the future. Remember what it was like what, having a young DeAndre Edlin. The situation was exactly the same at right back. We Very just similar, didn't yeah. have anyone. And right. he was young, and he had a high ceiling, and we just kept giving him more chances. And we all knew at that time, this is like pre and post uh, that other World Cup that we went to um, more than four years ago <laughs> 2014. now. 2014. We all yeah. realize like, okay, this guy has a high ceiling, but he's making m- big mistakes and we just need right, to hope for right. the best for this kid. And th- that's where we're at with Anthony Robinson. And I, th- I think it's time to just go all in on this guy and just be like, you're our fucking guy until someone else shows up. You're our guy. And we need you to like figure out how not to make these mistakes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I heard uh, on the scuffed podcast, they were talking about how he has been playing a ton at Wigan, like he's been playing every ninety minutes, and they—the championship uh, in England—I think they play forty-six league games, so it's like even more than your average European league. So it's a very grueling schedule. So the—it it would be reasonable to, you know, limit his minutes in the second game, uh, even with that mentality. Um, but what I—what I was kind of hoping for, and I, I, you might be able to tell more than me having watched on TV, but I was struck by the idea that. Maybe Anthony Robinson would be decent as an attacking sub.
0: I think that's exactly how he came in. I think that's exactly how he came in versus Peru, and it was only for a few minutes. It was for literally thirty seconds or something. But um, his
1: brightest moments, again, you know, Colombia. He had a bad game. I mean, he stood out as being bad. Uh, He, you know, he was culpable for a lot of the a lot of the action on the U.S.'s left through um, Santiago Arias, the the right back of columbia who just tore Jeez, him up time after time shit. um so so he was bad and uh and brooks who was next to him was also bad that, that contribute that was like a leaky bucket that columbia just went to over and over
0: um, yeah and it and it didn't help anyways, that so like he was, and kenny he he say
1: having a rough game on the left uh, on in defense however he did have lots of really positive moments going forward including generating you know, uh, the, several of the the early chances for the U.S. I think the the Julian Green shot, for instance, that like Fizz past the post was uh, good industrious work by uh, Robinson on the left. Um, and so it struck me that 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 could be a potential usage for him if this doesn't if this whole left back thing doesn't work out. But having been through the whole will he won't he thing with Yedlin, I'm. Uh, already regretting mentioning this and putting this in the universe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he Anthony Robinson is a little bit inheriting the Fabian Johnson role right now. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's oh, it's, a, it's great, a similar great pull. Sure, yeah, great. It's a similar debate with him, and yeah. I just think similarly, uh, like the same way I felt as as with Fabian Johnson. The we, the place we're lacking is in, in left back and so right, we should just right, play exactly. him there and get him as good as he can be yeah. there. And realistically right. he's coming off he's he's uh playing he's either starting as a left back or he's coming off the bench if we get someone better, but he could definitely come off the bench as a as a right side attacking player or switch up uh for Tim Weah to give Tim Weah a rest. I think it's Christian Pulisic and Tim Weah on the wings uh as of today, um rather yeah, than Kenny uh, Sef. What can do you think do, about that?
1: Can we just do... Like, we haven't done this in a while. We have It's haven't. been a, a year since I've, the U.S. Yeah. crashed out of the World Cup. Um, and, you know, I, I, side note to the side note, I was re- realizing today that we've got eight more months of just friendlies before the next competitive game. Uh, so it's still going to be a while. But from this year, from what we have learned... Yeah, yeah. From our knowledge of the team, yeah, what's yeah. our first... Choice eleven, not to win a game, but let's just say for the gold cup, who we want to be the eleven. So it's not not that we have to win. It's it's a competitive game that we do not have to win, where the goal is to develop the team towards World Cup qualifying.
0: Or what you would play if this was PES Soccer Manager. Precisely. Same question, different wording. If
1: Dave Saruman was just playing PES this whole time,
0: which of course he is,
1: we don't actually see Dave. (laughs) He's in a a space station. He thinks he's playing a computer game, but he's actually managing the U.S. Men's National Team. It's
0: it's it's Ender's game, but it just didn't. It didn't. It didn't turn out quite the way that author envisioned. It's actually just soccer, um, and and. As far as most people are concerned, it's, quote, just for funsies. Uh, but it matters a lot to us.
1: So Ender was Jürgen Klinsman. That, that explains his uh, bizarre tactics. <laughs>
0: yeah, he would do weird shit when that kid wanted, like, a bag of Doritos and would hand it off to his friend. <laughs> All right. So I can, I I don't want to, I don't want to like truncate this segment unnecessarily, but I can burn through my 11 very quickly. Okay. Burn, burn. And then then maybe I'll like turn it over to you. I'll
1: say the, I'll say my disagrees. Okay. okay, Cool. Go.
0: So I go Stefan, Yedlin, Miazga, Brooks, Robinson, Bradley as a one with in front of him, Weston and, um, Tyler Adams, and then I have Tim Weah on the left, Pulisic on the right, and Josh Sargent, but you could push me to have Bobby Wood if it's today, but in a year, Josh Sargent uh, as the ninth.
1: Okay, that was fast. Uh, I think we totally agree.
0: Okay, great. Next. See you guys next week. <laughs> uh, that,
1: while you were doing that, I was thinking, I was thinking of all the players who, if we did have to win a game tomorrow, I would play. And there's there's probably four or five. Like I would probably go with, I'd probably still go with Josie over over
0: That's fair, and over Wood, and yeah, yeah, and over Wood,
1: and I would go with with Fabian Johnson over Weya as of today.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. yeah, no, I all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'd probably
1: still go for Cameron over Miazga.
0: I haven't seen Cameron. You might be right on that one, too. That's worth a shout. But Miazga's fucking a big deal. I mean, remember, Miazga yeah, made he's, the he's difference the real versus deal. Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah Miazga's no, no got doubt, it. No doubt. He's, he's yeah. got that thing.
1: Yeah, uh, just on the basis of all the evidence. It's a tough one. It's toughy. toughie. And then in the midfield, I mean, I, I, I want Tyler Adams to do anything in my life. I just want him in the middle, the center of all parts of my life. The the kid is he's he's special, he's special. And Weston is clearly special as well. And so there's no veteran that I would take over either of them for certain. Um so that's it. So so that we actually have kind of a realistic chance of having our first choice be pretty close to like our our like future looking first choice well, let's talk about who are not future looking
0: right exactly so let's be. let's talk about the people that will most like that are most likely to be a thorn in our side and not because we don't wish the best for them and not because it's not the best for them you know if they end up on the team yeah. or whatever but just who's, because
1: who's actually going to start at the gold cup and why is it a mistake
0: yes yeah. julian green i think is uh oh my is, god is in the in that category He's get, he's, he gets looks and looks. It's, it's almost like this <laughs> whole camp was designed to show that Julian <laughs> yeah. Green's good.
1: Yes, exactly. exactly. I mean, I okay, so a, a side thought to that. I had the briefest moment of thinking, there's this whole Julian Green at number 10 thing. And I was like, going into the Columbia game, I was like, I just had the thought, do I think that Julian Green can't be a number 10 because he doesn't look like a number 10 in that, namely, I mean, he's kind of, like, weird-looking. He's kind of a weird-looking dude. But he's also black. And you don't often see a black number 10 for for reasons, same racist reasons that you don't see a lot of black quarterbacks. Right. Um, and so I was, like, going into the Columbia match, I was like, all right, I'm going to, like, try to just... Whatever, maybe I have some ingrained bias or, or you know, whatever, it's curve-fitting thing going on. And I'm like, all right, I'm just really going to evaluate this on the merits, give it another try. Okay, okay, sure, sure. And then, like, 15 minutes in, I'm, like, chucking my pencil at the wall. It's like, he gets into the spots where you're like, yes, this is where a number 10 does his thing.
0: And then he does <laughs> then it's nothing. Like,
1: Donk. It's 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 either yeah. to an opponent, or it's like, he gives up and passes backwards. And he never, like, he doesn't have a burst of speed, you know? That's like, like, when you look at James, it's a high bar, I know, but... The, those players, the player like even someone like Chris Pontius, who who has been uh, has auditioned for that role.
0: Wow! They, like, talk about high bar, low bar, bro.
1: High bar, low bar. When you when you have those pockets of space, like you have to have a little bit of movement in the modern game at that position, so that you get people to back off you enough to make your passes. You know, yeah. Because if they like if they close down Hummus too much, he's going to burn them, and he, he's he might not be the fastest guy on the field, but he's fast enough and quick enough to do those things. And Julian, baby Julian just has no tools. It's astounding to me.
0: He's just a, he's like a very good player who has no spark or no, he doesn't, he, he, he has none of the magic. He's, he's got the, he's got the fundamentals of the game. Like like you said, he's in the right place. Has
1: like 90% magic.
0: Yeah. Way is all magic. No, no fundamentals
1: has all magic. oh my gosh
0: if we can yeah maybe we <laughs> should yeah. talk about jonathan but all right so yeah. any and before we talk about because i want to come back to jonathan amon before we do that anyone else you think i think kenny si- seph is on the list of uh players that will be a thorn in our side to our dream 11 i am not i'm not uh i'm not sold on seph i'm not selling seph okay i'm, I'm just not saying selling either he's not a- he's not shown us anything
1: Seth, for me, would be pretty good to bring on in the 70th minute of a game where, you know, we're behind or we're drawing. I could win.
0: see Seth playing a similar role to Bedoya, but on a better American team.
1: I I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, definitely. He like he, he didn't stand out so much in the Columbia game, but he did have plenty of moments where he made touches or made, or his movement was like, I'm not used to seeing that in a US shirt. And so there was there were plenty of moments like that where I'm like, okay, I can I can see the difference and I'm not sure how it's going to translate into, you know, wins and losses and goals at the end of the day, but I can tell that this player can do things that other players in the pool can't. So for that reason, like I'm I'm much more inclined to be interested in having a player like that continue to Work and meld with the team. Yeah, you know, to, I think, to just like see what
0: blossoms from that. I think the guy should be around. I'm just afraid that because he's probably behaving in a more mature manner in general, because he's an older person than these literal teenagers we're depending on. Right, now, right, exactly, That he's going to yeah. get starts that he shouldn't be getting. That's that's my concern. I,
1: you're, you're you're probably totally right, and it's the, you know, the 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 greatness of great coaches is knowing when to pick the 19 year old over the 27 year old even when everything in your in your body says pick the 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 experienced yeah pick the, grown the adult
0: professional pick adult. the guy who yes. doesn't pick the guy who never yeah. asks to pull over and get mcdonald's like why do yeah, you think exactly. why do you think exactly. tim wea doesn't get the number 10 shirt that let's not let's not fuck around here Tim Weah is clearly the closest thing to a 10 in both of these games. Was he, he is, was yes, he exactly. did he was was he a game changer? No, but he's the closest to a 10. However, we see Sarakin uh both times not give him the 10. He's the 11. Um and uh I just think that that that's interesting to me. I don't think it's the wrong choice because you got to keep this kid's ego in check. He's not shown us that he's going to be the savior of this team yet, but uh you know, at the same time, you got to find your moments. Sometimes you have to give like uh like apparently it was an important moment to give Will Trapp the captain's armband over Michael Bradley when really everyone knows Michael Bradley's more of a leader on this team, but you know, apparently uh Sarakin, uh or Sarakin or whatever dynamics that decide where the captain's armband go decided it, today was Will Trapp's day, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they, I mean, I'm, I think there's some sort of political agenda behind the way that they orchestrated that, you know, like making sure that Bradley doesn't feel like he just gets to come in and run the team. Yeah, he's got to prove and, it. Yeah, he has to prove it. But also, like, I think it's best for Trap. To get benched in that first game and have to come out in the second game and, and feel like the heat's on, you know?
0: Sure. And for trap, uh, the role he plays, it's, it's, he's never going to be, if you play trap, he's not coming off the field. If, if you're going to do that, he is, you give him the armband and he runs the show. That's the kind of player he is. And right, so he's, right, and, sure. and, and, and Bradley is this, that kind of player too. That's why we call it the peanut butter and peanut butter. Um, but uh, you know, Bradley's not going to play every game for us going forward. Let's get so. uh,
1: Dax McCarty out there too.
0: Hey, there, I mean, there's an triple argument. Triple layer that.
1: peanut butter sandwich.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> it, it started with Dax and Bradley. Yeah. So we have yeah. all these. Yeah, we have all these like uh, <laughs> ball playing sixes that we're we're trying yeah. to figure out how to bake at just the right temperatures <laughs> they're, they're
1: like all splitting the center backs you know, the center backs <laughs> end up uh, on the wings
0: so that, <laughs> yeah both Miazga and brooks would love share. to be on them yeah, yeah right
1: yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> they
0: would dig but that yeah,
1: Wea Weya is a 10
0: way is a 10 it's, clearly it's, it's clearly. starting to
1: and his his wing play is okay but it's i mean analogously to what i what i was saying about james it's like james can play out there if he wants you know and he, uh, the play of a good ten leads to them being in well, those spots yeah. often. But right? Tim
0: Way is, so. is not a Tim Way is not a messy ten. He's a Neymar t- number ten. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, a, exactly. he's a cutting in. You know, he's an inverted Neymar exactly. ten. That's how he's playing. That's right. what his feet right. do. That's yeah, what his sure. body does. And he's not right. at that he's not that high of a class of a player but he's definitely as good as we got so we should play him in that position I don't want to see him really on the right side as much uh, anymore because Pulisic is going to be there so, yeah, so get right, him used right, to yeah. infer- just have him watch videos of Neymar where Neymar' is not diving like that or there, you he, must be or able or he to doesn't patch even together have
1: to watch videos he can just watch Neymar
0: yeah right of course of he course can just call him up he literally does uh, on a daily basis and so Late that's night I'm, that's obviously some tape that's got to be where he he's getting it from, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's, I'm uh, sure that's there, where I'm getting it from too.
1: <laughs> there was a moment in the Columbia game where uh Tim Weah did a Neymar footwaggle.
0: Yes, he is, did the Neymar footwaggle,
1: which I thought I thought was adorable. And um, ah, you you think you're like him? That's so nice. And uh and what I loved was just thinking. There is no professional soccer player who falls for that foot waggle. It's like, what, what, what kind of idiot does it take? You know, he's he's moving his foot fast by the ball. This must be my time to pounce.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's a moment where the defender totally is aesthetic right. Moves. It's a it's <laughs> a know. it's a it's a moment where the defender is going to stand their ground because that's the right thing to do. So the the, the dribbler, Neymar slash Weya, is doing a move in order to convince themselves that the reason the defender stands their ground is because of the move they did. However, yeah, 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 exactly, it's a choice yeah. the defender was always gonna make because it's what makes right. sense in that moment. So it's like right. this weird. So, it's this weird courtship dance.
1: But, um, it becomes it this weird, like dance. peacock. is peacock. Yeah, no. Dance. The 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 defender has to decline. It's, <laughs> it's rude to accept.
0: So uh, yeah, that
1: constitutes rejection.
0: Yes, I I I got what I wanted from Weah. Um I'm good on Green and Seth, uh but although I think they both should be in the picture for sure. I just don't need them starting. Kellen Acosta, I feel the same. Yeah, I think you did you, you showed your best over the past couple of years. Um, but uh, I mean over the past couple of games um and the past couple of years, but I I just don't think that he has what it he has the juice, uh, ultimately. He doesn't have the ceiling he, yeah, that, I, that we need him to I, have. I think
1: it's it is still a little early on him. I mean it's like twenty three. So it's it's getting out of early time, but he is He's clearly very multifaceted and has a lot of valuable tools, some of which are actually at the top, you know, the top of the team, uh, his free kicks and sure. his, uh, hey, his physicality listen. today was just outstanding. I mean, he absolutely he, he might have gotten sent off in the second minute, but uh, the best, the best thing, the best next thing to Getting sent off is what? What am I trying to say? If you're gonna, if you're gonna go in hard, you might as well almost get sent off.
0: <laughs> yeah, go all <laughs> you know? the way. If you're gonna so, be that fucking that line. guy and yeah, take ride, nothing ride that line. and don't think I, I'm like shitting on Acosta, I give him way no, more no. credit than Julian Green. Like, I think Julian Green shouldn't, you know, is is uh, not helpful. And Kellen Acosta can be very helpful for us. Yeah,
1: if, if we're to, if we're to extend our. Uh, Gold Cup 11 to an 18. I think Acosta is someone I want in my 18. Absolutely, because he can occupy any of the three midfield roles. In a pinch, he can play fullback. Absolutely, um, so, and we so saw has,
0: and we saw a player like Brad Guzan push Tim Howard for the duration of his, uh, you know. His, his, right, ex, right. his most excellence. And I think Kellen Acosta can be that for McKinney and Adams. You know, that guy right, who's absolutely. always yeah. fucking there. Like, never forget. Don't ever fucking right, right. slip. You know, I'm right here. And
1: then um, and then late in a game, you know, sort of analogous to the Seth thing, if we're winning, so if we're closing out a one one goal lead, I would definitely be willing to sacrifice McKinney, for instance, for for the, the, the physicality and the set plays of... Acosta.
0: The set plays for um, sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Don't forget. The guy can tuck him away. He can tuck him the fuck right. away. He, so,
1: he really can. It's he amazing. really can. Except when the turf uh, gives way under his feet. like. Today, Man, that that's
0: some bullshit. That's some bullshit ego shit. Yeah, he hit. Ty's referring to when Acosta hit a corner and it went out of bounds before coming inbounds. And then he he looks at the dirt like the dirt offended him. That's fucking bullshit. The dirt, he placed that soccer ball. Kellen Acosta placed that soccer he ball. He did
1: place that soccer ball. However, I did see the... Cl- I don't know if they showed the clump on TV, but there was a definitive clump.
0: Yeah, that he made with his foot in that's the true. spot where <laughs> he, he placed yeah, you're
1: the right. ball. <laughs> you're right. Sorry, you've totally swayed me. I don't. I, I don't fuck right. with that at this all. Is all. That's on him. That's fucking <laughs>
0: bullshit. All right. So it, it was good. <laughs> anyway. It was a good two games. It didn't. It didn't go great, but it, but there there's some some moments of light. And you know what? Uh, in in all the time. That we've had with the Sarakin and since since the uh, that fateful day on which we took a sharp left turn, uh, not towards Russia, um, we, I think for the first time after these two games, are actually starting to get a clearer picture of what this team is going to look like. You know, yeah, we, and- we can say that it's probably going to be Stefan you know it, we can say that it's it's right. probably going to be it's probably going to include Michael Bradley and that's okay it, we're okay we've had enough time it's okay you know he can be around i think but you guys reach out to us we may you know that's how i feel but uh i i find repeatedly that that uh, your, yeah, opinions, your you the listeners uh, have opinions that are surprising and informative so we did our lineup you heard it send it to your send us yours at wtppod on twitter um, and if you're enjoying the show, definitely shoot us a five-star review. Uh, that's something that's super helpful for our show and, and uh, I think uh, fun to do anyways, and you might get your review read on the show. So so uh, definitely Thank do you. that. And uh, the most Thank important you. thing you can do, if, if you have it on your heart... To help this show, for some reason, uh, that's something you want to do this week, just tell one person about it. They, they don't already know about it, I guarantee it, and uh, you can you you can uh, really brighten someone's day and you can really brighten our day by, by sharing the pod, so please, please do that if you uh, have the thought. If it occurs to you this week, just pull the trigger and tell someone. Um, let's look a little bit ahead. What is uh, coming up for this team, L- macro scale, like in the next, let's say, uh, two, three months, what's coming up? We'll be with you uh, in that time. Um, we we but, will be with you. But let's, let's just have a quick, broad look at what's to come, Ty. What are we, what are we looking yeah. at here?
1: So uh, as far as I know, the only two games, there's, there's only one break left in the year, which is in November, and the U.S. is going on the road on a European tour face hey. England and Italy away So You can bet that that will be The, the firstest of the second choice Squads um, You know the, the uh, Various factors behind Leaving players out will be less, uh, less impactful at that point With the MLS season mostly Wrapped up there could be some uh, absentees Due to MLS Cup uh, the, the final potentially but Everybody else will be free um, and then given that it's in Europe you will, you know might be more likely to get some of the players who would otherwise be rested or not released by clubs or oh my practice. god i'm so sorry
0: ty can i just interrupt you real quick yeah no worries um, i remembered one more thorn in our side that's going to oh be an boy. issue oh boy here we go it is marky delgado
1: oh marky oh i'm sorry marky
0: we love you mark i'm glad so i'm proud of what you've i'm proud of what you've done with your career You're, it's you're playing it's not you it's yeah. not
1: you marky it's us
0: that's right you my friend have outsized your potential you are playing better than you ever should have played in your life but you're you're not going to be an asset to this team long term we and and i know that you're going to show up a lot
1: yeah sorry marky sorry marky anyways every every level that i've seen him at unfortunately i've just been
0: eh Nah, it's he's like one of the six out of 10 every he, game. He's He'll convince a coach to play him and he's not bad. That's the thing. But anyway, sorry. He's, I just he's totally not. I had and to uh, get him on another list. quick
1: shout out that we missed for the 18. Jonathan Amon. Get yes. In my oh, we didn't get to
0: Amon. So Jonathan Holy Amon is crap. is the sterlingest I I, I now dub him. After having seen him play for the first time in my life, I now dub him the USMNT's most Sterling-like player. We call him the Sterlingist, and of course, I'm referring to Raheem Sterling with his speed, with his kind of uh, you know weird flaily thing he's doing with his arms as he dribbles the ball, with his uh, with his uh, ability to make a strange choice in a goal-scoring opportunity. Uh, great <laughs> high ceiling, great potential. We'll see how this goes.
1: There was uh. One particular moment I mentioned the the uh, thing with Seth where it was like he's doing different things and that's intriguing. There was a moment uh, where Amon got the ball on the left and then he tucked inside and he, he's like kind of looking ahead, but then out of the corner of his eye he notices that uh, I think it was Sweat had made like the overlapping run to the left uh, outside of him, and so he like turned. 180 degrees and just (laughs) whipped the ball upfield. So, as an inverted winger, he tucked inside and then still made the forward pass, which I was like, I don't know if I've ever. I'm sure I've seen that happen before, but I feel like I don't. I've never seen that happen for the U.S. Like, whenever these wingers end up inside, they kind of freak out and they pass backwards or they they cough the ball up or something. But to have the the vision out of the corner of your eye to see a teammate, to find them through traffic, you know, it was like this and nice like looping ball right into the path of sweat from a weird body angle. I was like, all right, this kid, this kid has something. And then he yeah. showed on a number of occasions, uh, good little, little things like there was the, he's the got breakaway with, uh,
0: speed with the, yeah, the counter yeah, where he did, he tried that outside of the Sergeant. foot curler. to yeah, yeah, and it, He it should have shot okay. that. He should have shot maybe, that.
1: Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, he, the decision making was kind of kind of funny at a, at some points um, i I talked to him actually uh, after the game in the mix zone and I was trying to get him to tell me like how like nervous he was and how crazy it was but he was just like the coolest cucumber ever so maybe we'll play that uh audio
0: yeah why not we'll we'll and, throw yeah. that onto the back end but let's jump back to the Rolling Stones tour we're about to do uh, from to England and Italy. Uh, are we getting there? England and Italy's full sides? Is this going to be for real?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. They, the, the European teams have this thing called the uh, UEFA Nations League now, which are competitive matches that occur um, within the, the windows that were previously only friendlies. Um, and so they, the, the uh, European teams have been playing competitive matches right now like right right after the world cup um and the i think the consequences of the the this league has to do with um with the qualification for the for the euros and with coefficients and stuff like that so it's so i would presume that given that it's a friendly um a real friendly they'll take the opportunity to look at some different players um especially towards you know the the crunch part of the premier league season um but Italy, you know, Italy's going to be in a different spot because they have just had to kind of blow up their whole program. So we could see more. We could see more of like a, a backup group from England, and more of like an experimental group from Italy.
0: Yeah, those both sound a little B teamish, but I'm happy with it. B teamish And for it's still sure. it's going to be a challenge for us. I mean, we just we just uh, kind of struggled to match up to Peru's uh, team. So. We got challenges ahead, folks, but they're going to be good. Ty, as we go as we uh, go into this uh, waiting a slight waiting period for games. Who do you think are some uh, American players that uh, listeners should keep up with and maybe watch a game or two with their club teams?
1: Yeah, so you should get your fill of uh, of Weston McKenney and Christian Pulisic who at are Schalke they? and Dortmund the Schein, at Sch- Schalke, Norfheit, and Dortmund respectively. And the, the, the shining lights in the U.S. soccer night sky, they the dots that must be connected to all the other dots in order for the constellations to occur, they are our, our jewels. Um, if you can, if you're on some, some Fubo shit, you could probably check out uh, Matt Miazga at Nalt, who has not been, the, the team has not been doing well. I haven't been able to watch any of uh, Miazga personally. But it'll be very uh, intriguing to see if he can make the step up to a slightly higher level in uh, in France. Yeah, and um, if you're just if you're... tuning
0: in for your for your loved Yank Miazga, then maybe maybe a bad uh, struggling team isn't the worst thing. You know, get to see him actually involved in play often. Although it yeah, would yeah. suck to watch him just get like worked and be the reason for goals. But something tells right. me he's not Nantes' biggest problem.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you're probably right there. Um, and then on the the flip side of that. I was a little concerned by uh, John Anthony Brooks in the the Columbia match. He looked all out to lunch, and um, so I am looking forward to watching him at Wolfsburg, see and and see if he can if if his level uh, continues to increase or if he continues to be kind of like erratic, you know, some running running hot and cold. Um, It's it's time for him to stop being a hot young prospect at center back, and time for him to be a real regular center back who could be counted on to have a good performance most of the time, you know. So, um, so it's it's actually a pretty big season for him because he missed a lot of time last year with injury. Um, but I have <clears throat> one kind of outsiderish pick.
0: Yeah, who's who's who
1: the you can hipster pay attention pick? to? There is a uh, uh, a young man named Alfredo Morales
2: who is at Ooh. Fortuna Düsseldorf,
1: which is a Alfredo big club. Alfredo Morales
0: who you may remember from even the Jurgen era.
1: From the Jurgen era, yeah, he was a he's a tri-national, actually a Peruvian, by coincidence, Peruvian German American, um, <clears throat> who uh, there was there was quite a you know uh, an, anticipation. There was a lot of anticipation around whether he would pick the U.S. Uh, when he was a youngster at um, at uh, DeShanza I don't remember the name, the actual name of the team, uh, but so anyway, he's at Fortuna Düsseldorf, which is this. It, it's kind of a historically large club but but one that hasn't been successful lately so it's one of those places like um you know newcastle say where there's a a long history and a lot of pressure but the team isn't the highest level so he's he's you know carved out a place as a starter for them um and he's a you know in week in week out bundesliga starter for a you know not a great team but a bundesliga team and he has gotten nothing no looks as far as i know under saracan while someone like Marky delgado say has uh playing in very similar positions and morales having a good year um played played decently i would say against uh, weston's schalke the other day um and i think scored a goal uh recently as well so he's he's a player who always looked like right on the fringes of of u.s national team quality Who's just rounding into his uh, his prime years? Who's at a club you can watch in the Bundesliga against top teams and evaluate uh, whether whether he has what it takes um, to to compete in that in that mix for those those uh, slots behind uh, Tyler and Weston.
0: So there it is, folks. Uh, if you want to be a fan of the Nats and only the Nats all the time, your best bet is to try to tune in when a Nat plays a Nat, such as uh, you you know that game Schalke versus. Whatever Dusseldorf, uh, in in Germany, or you can sometimes uh, you, you maybe more often find that in the MLS. Uh, I as a I as a casual fan, am kind of curious about what what Tyler Adams has coming up. Are you, are, do you know? Are the Red Bulls? What's up with the yeah. Red Bulls in the near so future? So they'll
1: they'll they'll have playoffs. They have had their uh, their typical season of being quite good in the regular season, and it just doesn't matter because the only thing that matters in MLS is the playoffs. Unfortunately, that's kind of the way they've set it up. So if you're in the top six, it's pretty crapshooty. Um, so, so we'll see if he's able to stamp his his uh, mark on the on uh, a strong Red Bull playoff run before he ships off to uh, away Leipzig. Um, but yeah, you know you can you can certainly catch him week in week out. Support your local. Watch watch MLS. I feel bad for not mentioning any MLS players in that group.
0: Um, that's all right, dude. You
1: should watch MLS. Yeah,
0: watch MLS, and that's that. You know, that's why I brought it up. MLS man. is fun. I got your back. I like. And I,
1: watch watch USL. Watch uh, watch Andrew Carlton play for for Charleston Battery.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. and this you is uh, this is inherently disrespectful, but uh, necessary, um, and and a joy to do. Congrats to the USM and uh, USWNT uh for qualifying right oh for, yeah for for the yeah, motherfucking yeah. world cup for the big one doing what the men couldn't do you've already surpassed us this, this year and it's you no surprise already surpassed the men. Um, not us the men's team because i'm not on that fucking team Con- yeah
1: congratulations for qualifying and also for making qualifying such a non-event exactly with your excellence over exactly. the years exactly yes, yes.
0: And so it is exciting what's coming up with that team. And so keep an eye if you're hungry for more US soccer, uh, you're in luck, folks. There's, a, there's this really awesome team over there uh, doing awesome things. So check them out as well. Uh, Ty, maybe, how about just for this week? Let's go micro. We will have a very special, very, could not be more special, uh, Centenario episode. You may have noticed we went from EP 99 and three quarters to EP 101. Uh, what was missing there? It's of course the hundredth episode of We the People, which this we... is
1: this is some Hogwarts shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't Fuck yeah. question
0: it. Don't. It makes the sense. The order is the order. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> it makes uh, sense. You and, and and we won't confuse you by naming it anything other than the centenario, which is what it is. It's the celebration of a hundred episodes, and we've got uh, re- recordings of interviews with you. The people. It's like
1: it's like when you have your birthday in the summer, and so you have to have cake on uh, the last day of school.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's more or less what it is, I guess. So, uh, join us for that for sure. But let's, uh, that's going to be the ultimate macro outlook on this team. And I think that's fun, but let's, let's uh, contrast that with a quick micro. You got seven days, seven days to apply one hope (laughs) and also a fear. Wow.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Hopes and uh, I have, fears,
1: a, I have hopes a distinct hope. I have a distinct hope. It's getting boring to hope this, but I really do. Josh Sargent, first team, please. Can Let's this go. kid get on the fucking bench? They have, they have Claudio Pizarro getting minutes for Werder Bremen, and not this guy. He's he's clearly ready for the for the level of the men's game, and it's 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 time. It's time. Just get him on the bench. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not even hoping for minutes. I'm just hoping to see him on a Bundesliga bench.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, and I would like to add a hope for the life of one Michael Bradley, who, is, who has been given no um, undue quarter on this show. Okay, We give the guy no slack that he doesn't earn, and it's been true for his entire career uh, that he yeah. has he has been given no slack That he did not earn. And tonight, and in and um in his his presence versus Colombia, uh so versus Peru and versus Colombia, Michael Bradley earned a little bit of slack. I I think. And so my hope for him is that he has a couple very good nights' sleep, um, and that he has at least one spiritual epiphany in the next seven days. You know, wow. spiritual epiphanies happen all the time to people and they affect our work life and our, our relationship life and they affect our, you know, everything about our lives and they can be big and they can be small. So I hope that at least one point in the next seven days, Michael Bradley has one of those. Maybe he looks out uh, and notices, uh, you know, the the dew on the grass and, and finds himself caught in the moment. That's all I'm asking for. Just just something because I, I'm realizing, you know, Michael Bradley earned uh, a little bit more respect uh, this camp. And that, honestly, I'm just coming to terms with the fact that he's going to be around. So I really do hope the best for him uh, this this coming week. Any fears? I, I don't need a fear, but do you Any have fears? one lingering? Any fears? We don't need a fear, but,
1: you know. I, I, I'm, I'm fearless right now. Yeah. I love the Nats.
0: What's to fear? We got we What's got Amon. We have our own Rashford. Amon! Amon. We have our own thick ass Rashford. I think Josh Sargent... That's the real deal. I love Amon. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's not the real deal in some way, but he if as far as Rashford, uh, Mar, uh, as as far as uh, what am I fucking saying? Um Rashford he's
1: be, he's become he's gone from being Sterling to Rashford. Man, if he if we can oh get if goodness. he
0: can be a my uh, a Rashford, I'm I'm down with that. I'm down. Anyways, I'll take
2: it. I'll take yeah. that too.
0: And I, and I think Josh Sargent is is kind of our crack ass Rooney. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Uh get <laughs> back at me. I think I think there's something to it. Something um, going on here. Folks, we we quite like it when uh, you, you call someone and they were so ready for the call that they pick up the phone hello? and say, yellow. no, I fucked that up. When someone calls you and they're so excited to talk to you that you pick up the phone and they say hello first. Talk about readiness.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: That is the shit. That, that's that, that's that,
1: fantastic. That's yeah.
0: how you feel like a king. Uh, y- you know, I, it, another way to feel like a king is another thing I like a lot, and that's pedicures. Okay, don't be weird about it. Get up in that salon. Uh, f- you know, get do what you got to do to feel comfortable. Listen to some heavy metal music if you need to, like, you know, make it something Read a Playboy. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, break out your fucking Playboy and get a goddamn pedicure because they feel good. Like Let's a stop. fucking man. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Let's stop lying to ourselves. And uh, I love it when a high five connects just right. But I don't love oh, any of that's that.
2: the best. <laughs> it's
0: so good. but I, I, It's good, but I don't like it or love it as much as I absolutely love the Nats. Let's go, boys. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. And now the time has come. For some player interviews, first up, we've got Jonathan Haban.
1: Yeah, you and Sergeant and Wea are all eligible for the U-20s. You're all on the 35-man preliminary roster. What would it mean to you to, to make that
2: kind of chemistry happen? Yeah, it means a lot. Just to play for your country, it doesn't matter where. It just means a lot to me. And, uh just If we get caught into that, then it'll be great to be with the guys. So.
1: And As an attacker, when you are facing up against a defender, you're going one-on-one, you did it a lot tonight, what's in your mind? What are you trying to figure out about you know, their body shape? or whatever? How, how do you just hide out against them? You
2: don't really think. You just go up instinct? Don't think. Don't think. Uh, just, think. just go with the just, muscle memory. Yeah, uh, just do what you're training, and uh, it'll come in the game. You don't have to really think about it.
1: And in your next... Six, twelve, eighteen months at uh, Northland. What are you aiming to accomplish?
2: Just improve, improve, improve. I guess you can say, and uh, do the best I can, and get as many matches as I can. And uh, yeah.
1: I were you able to kind of have fun, look around, and enjoy the moment tonight, or was it too stressful?
2: No, it was not. uh, It was, it was amazing. I just took some moments and just look around and just take it in. So yeah. Great. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Thanks.
0: Alright then. Next up, we'll hear from Tim Weha. How much will this help you going back? Do you think go looks? You get the time here, and has he told you what the plan is for for you? Sort of until January. Um, he's, he's fairly happy with my training sessions. Um, he just told me keep working hard, and you'll get the chance. Obviously, it's rough, you know, yeah. getting in front of the the, the stars <laughs> of the team. But um, you know, I'm being patient. I'm working hard. And, what I have to do is get loaned out in January, that's what I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the choice that I made to stay yeah. because I see myself improving, getting better and better, and when I come to the national team, I try to give it my all so that, you know, um, PSG can see it and other teams can see it so that it opens an opportunity for me uh, with, with club team soccer, and, you know, I can't wait to get back and, and work. Now let's hear from the fans. Um, so, what do you think of where the U.S. is at? It's you know transitional time, kind of disjointed.
2: What, what did you think of the
0: match? I uh, they they played all right. I mean, Peru kind of outplayed them
1: a bunch of the match, but I think the like the stage that U.S. soccer is in now is a lot better than what it was past like five years or so. I think they're uh, heading in the right direction. I think they'll be pretty solid next so, the next few years. Or so, what do you think? Like as a player or as players, like when you watch professionals, what do you think distinguishes them? From you know your average player, like what stands out to
0: you? Just the speed of play and the thought process for sure.
1: The speed of play is a lot faster, and you got to be on your toes, like you got to be thinking at all times. So that really just distinguishes, like uh, it out, And and where's your coach? My coach is no here. Oh, Will. what's up, dude?
0: Will. Yo, get
1: it, Rob Dog. So, uh, what motivated you to bring this band of unruly youngsters here <laughs> to the match?
2: Uh, they've been working hard. Uh, with many of them for, for four years, so they deserve. Deserve it. Um, I wanted them to get out and get a chance to bond and get out of Vermont <laughs> and just uh, I mean, you know, they eat, sleep, and breathe soccer. I just wanted them to experience it. Many of them have never been, not only to a, like a national team game, but any professional sporting event ever. So um, culture. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. yeah, what do you think it is? Like, I, there's empty
1: seats at national team games all the time. What do you think the U.S. can do to attract more young people to, to watch the games?
2: I think they're doing it right now. I think they're changing changing the style of play and the lineup and, and going with a younger squad. I think right now, obviously, some of the key players that we would normally use are injured or, or still overseas or, you know, just out today. And I think they're doing it. I think they're changing, they're allowing a lot of guys to get caps and, and, and see what we can roll with when, when it matters. Last question. Will the U.S. ever win the World Cup? Ever? Yes. And actually, I think by the time our young guys that are that are 19, 20, 21 are playing on home soil in 2026, 20, I think we have a good shot of at least a semi.
1: I'm, I'm salivating. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Hey, let's do another
0: fan interview.
1: What drew you to the game when you were a kid? Oh, I just love the action. Soccer is a very fast
0: sport, and it's never boring. It's a lot of speed involved, and you never a dull moment.
2: Very I, physical.
1: I completely agree with you, but it's funny because a lot of Americans would say soccer is boring. How do you How do you answer that claim?
2: Definitely not. They need to rethink their
0: um, <laughs> their opinion. Soccer is so much fun. It's my favorite sport. I love it. I don't know what I would do without it.
1: Me too. And we just need more of you. Yeah. Last, last question. How are the women going to do next summer in France?
0: Oh, they're going to kick ass. They're They're going (laughs) to win. They're going to win. They have
1: have new stars on top of the old stars. Yep.
0: Get all
2: the new young players. We're definitely going to
1: win. Thanks for taking the time. All right. Enjoy your drive back. Bye.
0: And thank you, listeners, for taking the time as well. Until next time, I like Mystical Stones. And I also like gravy. And I like an open flame. But I tell you what, I don't like any of those things as much as I love facts.